0: N-P-R. Weyland Wong, Adrian Ma, welcome to the studio.
1: Hello, Darian Woods. What's up?
0: The gang is all here for the very last day of the Indicator from Planet Money's Influencer series. I'm very excited. Ah, uh, what a week. So I could say after my week... I don't know if the fashion influencer life is for me. It it seems pretty stressful to pick out the outfits, but um, (laughs) I did appreciate the help I got from a real influencer. You're back to your Steve Jobs wardrobe. (laughs) Let me just say that I like that podcasting is an audio medium.
1: (laughs) Well, there were so many interesting ideas, way too many to fit into this week. So for today's episode, we each picked something that came up in our reporting that didn't make it into the series, but we just had to share on this last day.
2: That's all coming up after the break. Okay, we're wrapping up our influencer series. Darian, you're up first. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about uh, something from the brand's perspective, you know, because...
0: Brands are important to make the whole influencer industry possible. They pay for these posts that the influencers, you know, endorse. Sure. And after speaking with Ryan Hilliard, he's an expert about the influencer industry. He works for a company called Hype Auditor. I learned that not everything is as it seems. You don't want somebody that looks like they have a million followers, but actually half of them aren't real people. It's very inexpensive to say, "I'm going to just pay." for people to follow me. It's a very common thing even among athletes. You just subscribe to this pretty inexpensive service and you can look at their follower chart in our tool and it's like, just see every month, there's a little little bump that happens. (laughs) And it's like, that's not a real thing that happens.
1: It's like a perfect like stair step up. From
0: the first of every month, suddenly... Athlete XYZ seems
2: to get more followers. Next week, we should just do a series on the people who are essentially selling the pickaxes to the gold miners because that's brilliant. Yeah. Like, forget (laughs) trying to build a following. Just like have people pay you to make followers. (laughs) There are a
0: lot of these services out there, but it's not all just, you know, the secret hack for influencers because you're probably going to get caught in the end. A brand can go, well, I did this partnership with you and we had very little engagement. We didn't get more followers, like zero results.
1: I know the FTC monitors this stuff, but it seems like it's really hard to enforce.
0: And even if you're not paying for followers, you get bots following you anyway in the internet. And so a lot of influencers who want to play it straight are kind of annoyed from their perspective too. So yeah, the, the, the whole bot and fake followers is, is a real
2: problem. So, so, I mean, like what do people do if they're actually trying to get Like real followers. I asked Ryan that exact question. Try to jump onto a trend,
0: but it has to be something regular. You can't be an influencer if you do one thing one time. You're constantly thinking about like, I've got to make more and more videos and latch onto those trends is the biggest way. So I don't know. What is the trend these days? Like the new Barbie movie?
1: Oh, I'm obsessed with the new Barbie movie.
0: Yeah,
2: we're going to make some Barbie movie content, I think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, Adrian, you're up next. What do you got?
2: So this week, I focused on the downsides of being a social media influencer marketer. And there's one piece of it that I find super interesting that I didn't get to talk about in that episode. And that is, you know, what are the issues when it comes to kids being the influencers? There are a lot of social media... Influencer children out there who are pretty successful making money and have huge followings. Uh, I don't know if either of you have seen this stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. They're like reviewing toys. They're making funny videos about their life at home or reacting to stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, you have kids who are spending a lot of their time essentially generating revenue for their parents and guardians. And what do they get in exchange? Well, they get, you know, publicity. Uh, But they also have a lot of their personal stuff kind of put out on the internet, you know, their face, their persona. But I think even like in a slightly darker sense, there are stories out there about child influencers who've had physical health or mental health issues put out there on social media, uh, embarrassing moments that their parents have shared without their permission. And this sort of like privacy intrusion lives on, as we all know, because it's on the internet.
1: Yeah, so it's like they're not always going to be old or mature enough to understand the trade-offs that they're making and um they're making all these decisions that are going to be really difficult to take back later if they have a change of heart, which would be a totally reasonable thing to do, right? Have a change of heart about putting this much of yourself online.
2: Yeah, I mean <laughs> I have a change of heart from like things I've, you know, put on social media last week. So,
0: yeah, me too.
2: Uh, there's an advocacy organization called Quit Clicking Kids, which is one of these groups that is trying to raise awareness of this issue, and they have been lobbying for legislation to protect children who are part of these kind of family social media vlogging accounts.
0: So, so what are they actually asking for?
2: Like, are they asking to what ban child influencers or what? Right. So so for instance, there are at least two bills proposed in different state legislatures so far. Uh, one is from Washington state, the other is from Illinois. Oh. And what these bills would require is that the parents take a percentage of the revenue that they get from these social media accounts and set it aside in a special account for the kid. Uh. And the kid would be able to access that account when they turn 18.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The Washington bill has a provision that would give the child, once they turn 18, the right to request that the platforms delete their content.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
2: All right, well, something to
0: watch. Uh, Now, Waylon, you're up last. What do you have?
1: Well, I have kind of this, like, big galaxy brain question to chew on, and this is inspired by a listener question we got. So Flynn, a listener, wrote in to say that they had so many questions about the influencer industry, but, quote, the most important one is, how can I avoid them? But seriously, how can I avoid them, unquote?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not by listening to the indicator, it seems. The emphasis is uh, appreciated. (laughs) Um,
1: And so I think, I guess, first of all, there's different ways you can think about this, right? And I feel like... It's actually really hard to avoid influencers, even if you didn't consume any social media content. Like, let's say, like, you're not on Instagram, you're not on TikTok. You actually might still literally run into an influencer out in the world (laughs) because it's like there's all these news stories now about influencers running amok in very, like, picturesque places. So, like, in Nepal, influencers have actually been banned from certain sites because... They're just like overrunning really important historic and cultural sites. Mm. But what I really hear in this question is, how can I avoid advertising, right? Because... When we talk about influencers, we're really talking about this is the form that modern advertising now takes, right? It's called influencer marketing. And I saw this one estimate that said the majority of brands have a dedicated budget for influencer marketing. And so, you know, influencers are also now being used in traditional advertising campaigns, right? So it kind of all just feeds into each other. Like you might start out by doing sponsored posts, but if you get big enough, maybe you'll actually be featured on a billboard or you know one of those like posters at like a bus shelter or something and then you see you know like addison ray going on jimmy fallon or you have the d'amelios who got their own reality show on hulu so then it's like things that start niche can grow into mass media and then it's like they're just they really are just everywhere you know
0: okay so answer the question
2: can you avoid influences no yeah all right
1: no comma sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Before we go, a huge shout out to our producer, Corey Bridges. He pitched this whole influencer series, planned it out, produced almost all the episodes. Thank you, Corey. Amazing job. Yay! Producer Corey Bridges, you've made me feel 10% more hip just by talking about this all week. Without you, Corey, I would not be wearing flared jeans right now.
1: Oh, wow. Life changing.
2: Life <laughs>
0: changing producer.
1: This episode was produced by Corey Bridges in Vietle with engineering from Robert Rodriguez. It was fact-checked by Dylan Sloan and Sarah Juarez. Emily Kinslow is our podcast coordinator. Kicking Cannon edits the show and The Indicator is a production of NPR. I'm going to go back on TikTok now and watch more Sophia Richie wedding videos.
0: Keeping the influencer (laughs) industry alive, one click at a time. I'm going to go work on my uh, snack influencer channel. Very good. And now I'm I'm going to go up into a mountain somewhere to uh, become a hermit.
1: Yeah. If you see our listener (laughs) Flynn up there, say hello.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Humana. Employees are the heartbeat of your business. That's why Humana offers group dental, vision, life, and disability plans designed to protect them. Exceptional service, broad networks, and modern benefits. That's the power of human care. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast On Investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash oninvesting or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: In this country, some truths aren't self-evident.